Welcome to Hippie Witch, magic for a new age. I'm your host, Joanna DeVoe, and this is a happy, hippie place where magic with a K meets the law of attraction. Hello, 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 hello. Thanks for joining me for episode 368 of Hippie Witch, Magic for a New Age. My name is Joanna DeVoe and I am the kooky creatrix behind Kick-Ass Switch, Putting the K in Magic, and Hippie Witch, the show you are listening to right now. I also have a free ebook by that name, Hippie Witch, Peace, Love, and all that good shit, and you can pick up a copy of that at www.joannadevoe.com or back on the description page for this episode back on blog talk radio happy new year happy new year my friends we are now officially one third a little more than one third of the way through the first month of 2019 (laughs) how does that make you feel how does I actually want to talk about New Year stuff all month. So I think I'll be back here next week talking about maybe examining the New Year resolutions, the word of the year, all the plans that you made for 2019 so we can really knock it out of the park. And why not enjoy that fresh new start energy all month long? That's how I see it. And that's not just because I'm getting this thing up a third of the way into the first month of the new year. (laughs) It's, I actually love, I love Lunar New Year too, because I just love, I love a fresh new start. Also, I need to welcome you to my leap year. Welcome to my leap year. It is not technically a leap year. It's not a leap year for you all, unless you want to make the word leap you're weird, you're weird, you're weird of the word, your word of the year, leap, leap, leap is my word of the year, it came to me very late in the game, I usually know what my word of the year is going to be in the fall, I had some ideas, but then leap just leapt forward and was like, no, 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 it will be me, you're going to have a leap year, my friend, and This has a little bit to do with Gay Hendrick's book, The Big Leap. I was reading that book again when I had the idea that leap should be my word of the year. So got to give credit to Gay Hendrick's. But it actually has to do with a lot of different things right now as it stands. And the way I've experienced working with a word of the year is you have no idea what you're getting into. Every year it's been like this. The word unfolds and unfolds. There's surprises along the way. So what leap means to me now, I've been working with the word of a year so long now that I can pretty much guarantee it's going to mean something completely else at the end of the year. Maybe not something different, but something deeper. I really enjoy even more than working with core desired feelings, which I, I take people through that process in the winter solstice module of the psycho spiritual of the year. But even more than that, the truth is I really like working with one power word all year. And I have found in recent years that I actually end up taking the word with me forward. 
Queen was my year of 2016, <laughs> right? And then Excellence was my year after that. And then Joy was 2018, and I'm not even close to being done with Joy. Joy, 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 da-da-da-da. I had dental surgery this week, just to let you know. That's partly why this podcast is a little bit late later than I wanted it to be. And I have stitches in my face that are coming out on Tuesday. And it's been interesting. At the end of working with the word joy, I lost one of my greatest sources of joy, my beloved soulmate cat, Otis, who was the daily carrier of joy, spreader of joy. He was He was a carrier monkey for joy. I loved that guy to pieces. That was very challenging. I've had a lot of things go wrong in the last month and a half. Not to say that Otis dying was wrong, but things that were hard and challenging for me. I... My car has been in and out of the shop. I had the plumbing come up through my bathtub again. (laughs) And sudden unexpected need for dental surgery. So it's been interesting that coming off of joy, I had a lot of challenges. And I think the challenge in that is where's your joy in this? Is joy something that is a product of life? Does life give you joy? Is it a product of circumstances or do you bring joy to life and obviously I'm a person who believes it's it's the second I it's about me how can I experience joy through the pain how can I experience joy even though I'm in the midst of a challenge and I think that really leads naturally into the word leap as does just even today's episode just recording this for you I was like, I don't know what to say. I have three quotes written down and some etymology. I've been sitting on this episode for a couple of weeks. I've known I wanted to do this episode. And I finally was just like, take the leap. (laughs) Make the leap episode. Take the leap and just do it. And that's another thing that the word leap really means to me. It's about like this commitment to leap into the unknown, to take a leap of faith every single day and to challenge myself to do that and to keep leaping forward. And then the third thing I'm will be a big leap for me because I've really had this strange God thing going on lately. And I say strange because I've intellectualized God for many, many years I've always felt very connected to God, had a deep connection to God. But then how do you talk about that, right? And here on the podcast, I very much intellectualize it and try to make it something that is, uh, that can resonate with everyone. Like, even if you're an atheist, I, you know, I can talk about God in a way where I'm talking about the universe, source energy, your higher self, or even just your own sense of willpower over your own life. Like God can mean a lot of different things to a lot of different people. And to me, God is an it. God is an energy. It's not a man or a woman. It, uh, you know, 
I've kind of just lost my flavor for saying God, goddess, universe, source energy. <laughs> like I may continue doing that to be respectful of everybody's experience of God, but to me, in my own personal private practice, I'm just using the word God. And I came into this very deep, very strong sense of knowing that God is in me, that I am God in a sense. And I know this is not like news. I talk about this a lot, about how we are all extensions of the divine. And that was a theory that I liked because I also often will say like, I don't really know what God is. God is the great ineffable mystery. I don't really know what happens to us before we die or before we're born or after we die, I should say, and before we're born. I still don't claim to know any of that. But I have this sense of knowing about God can only do for you what he can, she can, it can do through you. And something about that sentence I started really clicking with, and I started experiencing God in myself as an experience. Whereas all growing up and through most of my life, I would experience God in nature. But because I am a piece of nature, I've been experiencing God in me. It's been a trippy, trippy experience. And I will definitely be talking about that this year because that's where I am on my spiritual journey. And this is a psycho-spiritual podcast. I like to talk about both psychology and spirituality and, and how they work together. And so for me, it will be a giant leap of faith to go there publicly and talk about it. So we'll see how elegantly I can do that without struggling, because I want to talk about this knowing that I have, this sense of knowing without apology, and just see who it sits with and and who it resonates with. That's not actually what this episode is about, but I just want to give you a heads up. If the word God is very triggering to you and freaks you out, I will be using that word this year. That's my leap of faith is I, I want to talk about this because it's already just in, I would say that happened like the beginning of December where I just all of a sudden went from intellectualizing God or experiencing God in nature to feeling God inside of me, which I guess I did as a kid, like, but I was all about Jesus. And once I rejected Jesus, and Christianity, you know, it sent me on this whole search and this whole process. And I'm not saying I'm at the end of my search. I'm just saying this is a leg of the journey. And, and I'm going to share that with you. So that, again, is the word leap. <laughs> my leap year. This also ties in to something I was working with, again, in my year of joy. It's so ironic that in... in you know, a year that I'm calling my year of joy, and joy is my word of the year, a lot of fear came up. Tons of fear just whoop, like came up to the surface to finally be dealt with. And so the second half of the year, or the fall of 2018, I was talking a lot about this idea of fear less, fearing less. And faith 
a leap of faith has so much to do with that for me too. And there, I kept pulling oracle cards coming up on the beginning of the year and, and after the new year that had the word faith in them. And one of them, I have The Universe Has Your Back, that oracle deck by Gabby Bernstein. It's a really pretty deck. It's not like my go-to deck. I keep it in the kitchen now and I, I'll pull a card just whenever I feel like it. But that deck has a lot of faith cards in it. So I started a faith card pile, but the one that I loved and resonated the most with me goes like this. There's a quote on it that I will read to you now. Where are my quotes? Quote number one, the more energy and intention I bring to my faith, the more fearless and free I am. The more energy and intention I bring to my faith. How do you do that? How do you bring energy and intention to your faith? That's what I want to explore here, talking about taking a leap of faith. The more energy and intention I bring to my faith, the more fearless and free I become. Yes, freedom. Freedom is such an inside job. It's such an inside job. And I've really come to know this. And that's why I wanted to tell you the God piece of it, just to give you a little preview of what's to come, because it's in experiencing this knowing that I am God. You are God. God is in all things. Therefore, God is in me. And God can only do for me what he can do through me. In really leaning into that, I've had some extraordinary moments of freedom, and I've taken some incredible leaps of faith that have paid off. And again, I, I haven't been working with this knowing for very long. It's been about a month and a half now, and it's already blowing my mind. So this idea of energy and intention, like bringing energy and intention to your leap of faith, I think that's about seeing your faith as a practice and really investing in it. And for me too, I grew up as a dancer. I've been dancing my entire life life before I was even in dance classes as a tiny little toot. When I could first stand, I was dancing. <laughs> if there were people dancing on TV, I would stand up and, and learn their moves and do the dance along with them. And I went on to do the choreography for my cheerleading squad and to teach dance to kids. I was a dance teacher for a minute there in my teenage years, teaching dance to little kids. And I have gone on to, even to this day, just dancing for myself, dancing in my kitchen, dancing, dancing, dancing. And I still will look at TV. And now it's awesome because we have DVRs, we can pause things. And before that, it was VCRs where you pause like a move and you rewind it and you practice it and pause and rewind it. I will still do that. If there's an awesome dance dance move or awesome dance routine on TV, I will literally stand up in my living room and 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 practice the moves until I've got them down because it just brings me a lot of joy. At any rate, when I think of the word leap, I think of dancing as well. It's a multifaceted word. And like I said, it's still early in the year. So it'll be interesting to see how the year progresses and see what else, what else is leap going to reveal. But in terms of dancing, the most beautiful leaps in dancing are launched in a state of complete abandon. Like that, that is when the leap 
looks, and feels as the leaper like grace. It's just letting go and being totally fearless and like surrendering to the movement that it looks and feels so graceful. That is when it looks and feels like flying. And I think that's what that quote means. The more energy and intention I bring to my faith, faith is a letting go. Faith is a surrender. Faith is a trust. And a leap of faith is a big act of letting go and a big act of surrender, a big act of trust. The more energy and attention I bring to my faith, the more fearless and free I am. And so if you think about a dancer, like a really talented world-class dancer leaping through the air, it looks so effortless, right? <laughs> and there's such a sense of joy to the word leap that I, that I love too. But uh, we'll talk a little bit about how that effortless is born of practice. But I... I told you I wrote some some dictionary words, etymology words down too, because I wanted I if I'm gonna work with a word of the year, you can guarantee I'm gonna bust out the dictionary and uh, the et- etymology.com both. So I did that. I did that for leap, and leap is both a noun and a verb. So I wrote down both so I could read them to you. The definition of Leap, according to Webster, Merriam-Webster's dictionary, is as a verb. To leap, to spring free from the ground, to pass abruptly from one state or topic to another, to act precipitately, I knew I was going to mess that up, precipitately, precipitately. (laughs) Oh, whoo! Take a leap, Joe. Try to pronounce the hard word. To spring free. I love that. To spring free from the ground. And and I like also to pass abruptly from one state to another. So that's the verb. The noun is an act of leaping. The distance covered by a leap. A sudden passage or transition as in a great leap forward. A choice made in an area of ultimate concern. Yeah, I I love I love that it's such an old word. Leap. It dates back to twelve hundred something rather, and that its etymology too has remained intact throughout the centuries, and it's very much aligned with today's working definitions. So those definitions I just read to you are a pretty solid match to the etymology of 1200-whatever. And that that's unusual, because words tend to develop and change over time. But this word leap, it's such a part of... It's such a part of our vernacular and has been for hundreds of years. And the etymology, according to etymology.com, is to jump, spring clear of the ground by force or of an initial bound, run, go, dance, a leap, a bound, a spring, sudden movement. And and something that really interested me in that is that the word leap, this is a note on etymology.com, that the word leap has been paired with the word bound since at least 1720. And I think that's such an interesting paradox that leap and bound, that the word bound is used to describe a leap because 
That sounds contradictory, doesn't it? I mean, we all know to bound forward. It's a leap. It's another word for leap. But also the other meaning of the word bound is pretty much the opposite of the word leap. And I was thinking about that as I do, as I like to do. I'm an overthinker. I was thinking every leap of faith binds you to the consequence. Therefore, leaping and bounding into your future is one hell of a way to go. <laughs> because you won't you won't always land on your feet. Sometimes the consequences you are bounding into they're not they're maybe not the intended consequence. You may bound yourself right into a sprained ankle or a flop at the box office or a rejected application, like even a broken heart. And that's interesting to me. That's interesting to me. It takes courage. It takes courage to make a leap of faith, and it takes courage to live your life that way, like one leap after the next, which is my intention for 2019. But even if, even with this idea that every leap binds you to the consequences of it, and that and that leaping and bounding into your future is, I mean, like, gosh, I'm interrupting myself here, as I do also. <laughs> Life is going to hand you consequences. To not leap is to make a, a decision and to make a choice that will have its consequences too. So I think that's important to note as well. But every leap of faith isn't necessarily like this idealized version of like leap and your wings will grow on the way down. Like that's a lovely image, but sometimes you just fall on your ass. Like that happens too. And I'm all about the pronoia and seeing and believing that everything that happens to you happens for your highest good, happens for a reason. Mainly I believe that because it feels good to believe that. Because believing the opposite of that sucks. And and I purposely choose to believe what feels good and what empowers me and keeps me in motion. So I purposely choose pronoia. I purposely choose to believe that every shitty thing that happens to me is, is some miracle in disguise, some gift in disguise, because it helps me move forward. It helps me keep leaping. But even... Even though, kind of going back to what I was saying about every leap of faith is bound to the consequences, even if the consequences suck in the moment, the leap is still worth it. If only for that one shining moment that you were flying through the air like a dancer, composed of faith and willing, willing to just live a little or a lot or a lot. It's for it, it's worth that moment of freedom. And even if you don't stick every landing, every single leap is an expansion of some kind. And the sooner you can regroup after a fall and stand up and gather your courage and leap again, the sooner your faith will grow. It will grow with every leap. It grows by leaps and bounds, my friends, your faith. And if not faith in God, then faith in yourself, just faith in yourself and what you're capable of because you have stretched, because you've tried something. You had the balls to actually try. You've changed your position. And hopefully if you're a wise leaper, you've learned something that will help you stick a better landing the next time. 
And if you've ever gone through my queen program or you're in the process of going through it right now, I think we're on installment four right now, you've probably got a whiff of the idea that the queen archetype and the king archetype, both, these archetypes are largely about developing faith in yourself, faith in your own judgment and taste and talents and personal preferences, as well as faith in your ability to handle shit to be able to handle whatever comes your way. It's a, you've got this vibe. You've got this. I've got this because I'm not a victim. I'm not a martyr. I'm not a damsel in distress. I'm a kick-ass witch and an absolute queen. (laughs) There's a quote on my wall that I mentioned from time to time. It is hanging. It's been hanging there since 2016. The year of the queen, my first year of the queen, I framed a picture of Oprah Winfrey, one of my favorite queens. She's like pointing and, and it says, and one of my favorite quotes from one of my favorite queens, she says, think like a queen. A queen is not afraid to fail. Failure is another stepping stone to greatness. I love the idea of failure as a stepping stone. It's not the end of the story. It's just another step along the way to leap from stone to stone. Keep leaping and every leap forward becomes greater than the last. And what I know from years of gymnastics, yes, I was in, I was in competitive gymnastics, not just gymnastics, competitive gymnastics. I was on the team. <laughs> what I know from years of gymnastics and dancing is that a beautiful, seemingly effortless looking leap, it takes hours and hours and hours and days and weeks and months of practice. It's in the practice that the muscle necessary to make that beautiful leap I was talking about that looks like flying, that world-class leap, it looks so effortless, but it's not. (laughs) It's not that dancer has built up that muscle through practice over time. It's in the practice that muscle is built and form is perfected. And if you will let it be too, the practice actually is enjoyable in and of itself. And in this way, you are building faith. Faith is a muscle you can build. Faith is a form you can strive to master and perfect over time. I remember spending, I mean, years, (laughs) Day after day after day, if the weather was good, I was out in my backyard practicing. My my signature move was the aerial. If you don't know what an aerial is, an aerial is a no-handed cartwheel, a cartwheel without hands. And I have probably done a million aerials in my day, maybe more. If the weather was good, and I lived in Bakersfield, California growing up, so the weather was very, very good at least, at least six months out of the year. I was in my backyard doing aerials, one right after the next. And Randolph back handsprings was another move of mine. And those take incredible, it's an incredible leap of faith that you're not going to land on your head. And sometimes you do. But I was very committed to it. And the aerial was my signature move. I could do an aerial beautifully. It looked like I was flying through the air. I did so many aerials. I practiced so often. It was completely effortless to me at some point. I could maybe walk through them all, aerial after aerial after aerial. I was very good at them. And I also, 
uh, despite the warnings of my parents, would practice in the house when the weather was not good because I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the practice. I was having fun and it was the promise of that one beautiful, perfect aerial that kept me going, that allowed me to whack my shin on the side of the table when I wasn't supposed to be practicing in the house or allowed me to fall on my head countless times, which might explain why I am so kooky. I don't know. (laughs) People always say, you must have been dropped on your head as a child. Well, fuck you. I dropped my own self on my own head many times. Thank you very much. (laughs) On purpose, because I was practicing flying. I wanted to fly. And I did fly. I did. But you have to get to that place as an adult in your own life. So you might not be flipping aerials in the backyard, but maybe you're taking leaps of of faith every time you pick up the telephone. Maybe you have some kind of agoraphobia going on and it's a leap of faith just to leave your house and go to the grocery store. Maybe you're, you're looking for the love of your life and it's a leap of faith every time you answer somebody on a dating site or get all fancy, gussied up and go out on a date with an actual live human person. The process, you, you don't have to suffer. You don't have to suffer through the practice. And I think that's important to note. We, it, having the courage to really, really live your life is about taking like these little leaps of faith every single day. And, and my final quote here that I have, I had three quotes for you. This one is from Diane Keaton. It was her birthday recently. And this popped up on Twitter in honor of her birthday. And um, she said, and this is the truest thing. I'm not going to give you all the details of my life right now, but let me tell you, this is so resonant. Even though all these obstacles keep coming at you, you just have to keep going through them because it's worth it to do something in your life as opposed to fantasizing about doing something. Yeah. Yeah right? There's safety in the fantasy, but you ain't doing shit. You're sitting on your couch dreaming about doing something and never really doing it. And that eats away at you. And, and so I love this quote because life is is throwing so many obstacles my way in the last month and a half or so, like interestingly, right after (laughs) I talked about this knowing kind of coming around it kind of started happening right around that time. All these obstacles keep coming my way. You have to keep going. You have to go through them because it's worth it to do something with your life. Isn't that a great quote? Even though all these obstacles keep coming at you, you just have to keep going through them because it's worth it to do something in your life as opposed to fantasizing about doing something. And I'm all about that. I'm all about that. Like nobody gets a free pass. Your loved ones die. The basement floods. You lose that job that you loved. Things like that happened. And it's life is for the living. And it's for those of us who have the courage to keep leaping forward anyway. And to keep having faith. And again, I just want to reiterate, there's power in believing in whatever you believe in, whatever you believe God, God is source, all that, whatever you think that is, if you think Jesus Christ is your personal savior, I have seen so many times, so many Christians do amazing things 
in the name of Jesus Christ because they believe and they have faith. I don't really know that faith is about the thing that you have faith in, the God that you have faith in. I think it it stands alone. Faith in itself is magic. Faith is power. Faith is courage. Faith is freedom and it's the power to fear less. So that is why my word of the year is leap. This is not about me taking one giant leap of faith this year. This is about me taking many, many, many leaps of faith every single day over and over and over again so that I can fly. And uh, I, I hope that for you too, my friends. I hope that for you too. I hope you enjoyed this. And until we meet again, much love to you. Peace.